Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group. Today is Monday, um, November 15th, 2021. And as always, let's begin with a brief moment of silence to link together uh, as a group and sound the new time recollection. We know, O oh Lord of life and love, about the need. Touch our hearts anew with love, that we too may love and give. So we come together each week to help introduce this work of triangles to people who are new to it and to aid them in the forming of triangles. And so welcome to any of you who might be new to this webinar today. Um, and if you would like to form a triangle, you're always welcome to place your name in the chat box, reaching out to other participants here, and hopefully two other people will agree to form a triangle with you. And you can also go to our website, triangles.org, and there fill out a brief questionnaire that will admit you to a portal that is full of people around the world who are looking for Triangles partners. And we also encourage you to participate in our Triangles Meditation Group Facebook page where you can also find Triangles partners. And we also work together each week, uh, members who are already working within the Triangles Network. We come together to participate in a meditative visualization in the support and strengthening of the planetary network. So triangles is a simple visualization technique using the power of thought and prayer to uplift and transform consciousness. The work involves simply establishing a line of lighted loving communication between three people who agree to vivify that triangular link every day. Three people link together as a triangle of light, mentally, spiritually, and in a spirit of goodwill to all humanity. Their triangle is then placed within the larger planetary network of triangles. And as the network is visualized, the great invocation, a powerful world prayer is sounded in order to release and circulate spiritual energies throughout the etheric network and release them into the consciousness of humanity, touching all open hearts and minds that can respond to spiritual stimulation when it's released into the atmosphere. So this work need only take a few minutes each day and can therefore be fit into the, even the busiest of schedules. Um, and as you may notice, over the past months, we've had closed captioning. Um, and if you would like to turn off that captioning, you can go to the icon on the toolbar. And as you know, this captioning is not always completely accurate. So it's just used for people who 
for whom English is not their first language and it helps them to understand more fully what's being said. And so after our meditation today, we would like to welcome one of our coworkers, Nazanin Zodi, and she'll be speaking with us on the language of the heart. And she's a wonderful person to speak on that because that really is her quality. She's a freelance translator and a linguist who loves learning and research. And although she works in human resource management, her educational background is in English literature, linguistics, and translation. And she's undertaken much research and translation work in ancient Eastern and Western philosophies and human civilization, especially in the Persian empire. For she is originally from Iran and now lives in Canada. Uh, and she'll share with us how she works with language to introduce the work of triangles to people around the world. She has been introducing the triangles work to the Persian community since 2018. So now as we do each week, we'll work together in a brief visualization. Let's visualize the planet as a sphere of lighted energy. And visualize within that sphere, a triangle composed of the three primary planetary centers, Shambhala, the planetary head center, the spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart, and humanity, the planetary throat center. Visualize the circulation of energies flowing in all directions around the triangle from point to point, merging and blending the three points and filling the triangle with light. Now superimposed upon that triangle, visualize a five-pointed star, an indigo star, the star of the world teacher, linking east and west, past and present, radiating the energy of love wisdom. And at each point of the star stands an outpost of his consciousness, the five planetary centers. Visualize the energy, energies radiating forth from the center of the star through the five points. London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, 
Tokyo. Visualize these outpouring energies enlivening small groups gathering everywhere, aiding them to focus and direct the energies into the consciousness of all humanity, solving its problems, creating right human relations, restoring peace on earth. Project a rainbow bridge towards the spiritual hierarchy and sound the invocation of light. Radiance we are and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. Today we're working within the days of preparation for the Scorpio full moon period, which occurs early Friday morning here in New York. The planetary configurations leading up to this lunation are, we might say, in the nature of Scorpio and thus perfect in order to couch the purpose of this time. This is the time within the annual cycle wherein much that is hidden can be revealed lifted up, transformed, and brought into the light of day, both individually and collectively. It's a time when glamour can be confronted. This work becomes possible through the triumph held out in this sign of the spiritual warrior. This triumph only becomes possible through a battle whereby the individual, the group, or humanity as a whole frees itself from glamour. And this freedom from the surrounding fogs and mists of the astral plane is one of the aims or results of the triangle's work, which once accomplished, will lead to the sacredization of planet Earth. It's helpful to have pictures in order to understand spiritual concepts. Christ's ministry illustrated this point. We can understand glamour, therefore, from the experience we may have had when flying and looking out a plane window and finding the plane completely engulfed by clouds. This, we're told, is the condition in which we live and move and have our being 
on planet Earth. But then on that plane, a few minutes later, we may find ourselves emerging from the clouds and entering into the blue sky and the bright sun. To live within those clouds, our vision is blocked, circumscribed, turned in upon itself. We don't see clearly. All things are seen distorted. Then when the clouds pass, we can see into the distance. We see color and light unfolding. We see the earth below appearing to view and then vast expanses in the distance are brought forth to us. This scenario in the plane is reflective of the condition of life when we are engulfed in glamour and its distinction from the freedom from its grip which emerges as we pass through the clouds into the sun. It's hopeful that knowing that the submergence in the fogs and mists is illusory, is temporary, both for ourselves and for the planet. This Scorpio period, we might say, is a time of thickest glamour, which always arises when a great inpouring of light is also occurring. So for the discipleship group in the world that is ruled by Scorpio all the time, we know that this battle with glamour is a constant pressure on that group, working not only with the group's glamours, but as we said, the glamours of humanity as a whole. We have to work to help free humanity, free the prisoners of the planet. For the light always reveals the darkness that was always there to begin with, but hidden. Now, during this inpouring of light and all that's revealed is being shouted from the rooftops, we can keep in mind that through our work in triangles, we are aiding in the dissipation of the clouds and that the sun is coming. It's hopeful to hold in mind that just as in the time of the appearance of the Buddha in Northern India 2,500 years ago, and when a severe blow to world glamour was undertaken, now at this later higher turn of the spiral, the coming of the new avatar will bring a much more powerful collective blow to world glamour. The avatar comes, we're told, to unleash the spiritual will, to fight fire with fire. And the fires are raging in our world at this time. He will use the Shambhala force to pass a clear breeze through the human kingdom and set about erecting the new civilization. We can hold this thought in mind and do what we can in this day and time to help prepare human consciousness for these coming events. It's helpful to understand that as we work to help dissipate the glamour of our world, that we will likewise be beset by our own challenges. 
that's why the Scorpio labor is helpful to keep in mind and to train ourselves in the art of warriorhood by cultivating positivity, strength, and perseverance. The glamours that beset the individual are generally those that qualify his personality ray, which also extends to the characteristics of the personality ray of the country of origin. We're given a brief formula also in the book Glamour, A World Problem, that will aid us to free ourselves from these forces of glamour that condition us. So we mustn't be deterred by the forces of this glamorous world, which exists within us and without us. Instead, we can focus on holding the mind steady in the light, lifting the hydras and calling down the light of the soul to guide us on our way, knowing that with each bending upon the path of return, we must face ourselves. So we work now with our meditation. We visualize ourselves as a group within the center of the event arm cross of discipleship. Linked as a soul, as points of love and light with all people throughout the world who are working with this triangles meditation group. And we project a line of lighted energy towards the center Shambhala and sound the affirmation of will. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Not shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the Radiant Worldwide Triangles Network. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love which underlies and infuses the network. 
now lift the consciousness to the world teacher who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle. Visualize the energies of love, light, and goodwill circulating in and around the triangle's network. Visualize these energies unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships. We work with the mantra of unification, visualizing a rainbow bridge uniting us with the spiritual hierarchy. Sound the mantra. The sons of men are one and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all.
people love. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. Distribution, sound the great invocation silently or aloud. And as we repeat each stanza, let's visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. from the point of light within the mind of God. Let light stream forth into human minds. Let light be sent on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth.
So now I'd like to welcome again our guest, Nazanin. Hello, Nazanin. Hello, Kelsey. Hello, so everyone. welcome. So nice to have you with us to share your story in the language of the heart. Um, yeah. I know you've had an interesting spiritual life journey, and I was wondering if you would be willing to share a little of that story of your path with the group. Of course. Um, hello, everyone. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak today, Kathy. Mm -hmm. Actually, um, well, what I'm going to share today with you is my personal journey with triangles. I'm sure every one of us has a story to tell when joining the Triangles Network. And these stories show how we were connected a long time before we meet each other in the physical world. And there is a reason behind every single thing that happens to us. My story started with a dream when I was 17. The dream changed my whole life story. In my dream, I received a golden key and the voice called my name and directly asked me to learn the language of hearts and mentioned that this key would open people's hearts. When the key was in my hand, the dream ambience changed to the shiny geometrical shapes and numbers, and I clearly saw triangles and the number three. I never forgot my dream, and it made me change my study plan in the university. So instead of studying in the medical school, I started studying English literature, linguistics, and translation. I chose English because all materials and sources were available in English at that time. Also, I was able to read many different books in English or translated into English. So I could understand other people's thoughts and ideas in different countries and cultures to give me a clue to find out about the language of hearts. This is the reason why linguistics, etymology and translation became highlighted and important in my life. Studying language is a strange and mysterious topic. It sends you to the roots of the human family. It reveals that once we were one family, but at the moment, we don't understand each other because we are separated and speak in different languages. Definitely you've heard about the Tower of Babel, the myth that explains why the world's people speak in different languages. I thought to myself that the language of hearts is the language that makes people become unified despite of all their differences. This language should come from a center which is common in all human beings. But what is it? If you are familiar with the language tree of the world, you definitely know that Persian and English are totally different and are located far from each other in the language map of the world and have separate roots. Persian is from Indo-Iranian or Sanskrit Persian root, and English is from Indo-European or Germanic root. 
to better understand their differences is enough to say that English writing is from left to right and Persian writing is from right to left, totally opposite directions. So translation became more meaningful to me and became the middle point between these two different worlds. That was the first time that a triangle was shaped for me. One point is the Eastern people, cultures, thoughts, and minds. And the other point is the Western people, cultures, thoughts, and minds. And the third point is the translation, which acts like a bridge. I was born in Iran and historically Iran was part of the Silk Road that connects the East to the West. So I grew up with the meaning of the bridge between the Eastern and Western parts of the world. This triangle led me towards more triangles and the ancient science and philosophy of the triangles. The wisdom behind the triangles led me to study the occult sciences. Now that I know English, a new gateway to the Western world also has opened to me. Thus, I started studying about different ancient cultures, civilizations, beliefs, and of course, languages from the East to the West. I tried to find the similarities between people the words and symbols they use in their languages to express themselves. For example, the world mother starts with M in more than 30 languages around the world. Or in most languages, the alphabet starts with a vowel sound like A and then with a consonant like B. So there is a message for those who seek to know. Therefore, I thought that maybe I could find the language of hearts when I understand people and their roots, graces and their stories about life and humanity. I insisted on finding out about the language of hearts, but the harder I tried, the less I understood. I was stuck and confused with lots of knowledge and information, but I couldn't yet realize the secret of the language of hearts. Each piece of information contributed towards solving my puzzle, but I couldn't see the whole picture and I couldn't understand the message behind it, which made me very disappointed. One day I found an English book in an old bookstore. The book's cover and its color caught my eye. It was calling me. I opened the book and read the first pages quickly. It was thrilled, I was thrilled by joy. My heart was beating like a drum. It was like the author was directly talking to me. At last, my prayers were answered. It said, the above invocation or prayer does not belong to any person or group, but to all humanity. Finally, I found the masterpiece of the language of hearts and it was nothing but the great invocation. I had never seen such a thing in any books or writings. The great invocation indicates three main centers of humanity, light, love, and power, and the bridges and links between them and how humanity becomes one 
These are the principles of the language of hearts. It is for all human beings, apart from their races, nationalities, and beliefs. The book was the key to open my heart and mind to reality. The book's title was From Intellect to Intuition by Alice Bailey. The message for me was not to keep the knowledge for myself. There is nothing personal and I have to share my knowledge with other people. It showed me how to learn from life and find my place in service to humanity. This was the key to open people's hearts and to start communicating with the language of hearts. Finally, I found my place in this world to translate the ageless wisdom teachings for those who seek it and to share it as much as possible. Thanks so much for sharing that with us, Nazanin. It's very inspiring. Thank you. Um, could you tell us a little bit about the spiritual group work in Canada, mm -hmm. particularly your focus on the work of triangles? Yes, sure. Um, now when I moved to Canada, I had the chance to study in the Arkin School and learn more about Tibetan's teachings. I got so excited when I found out about the Triangles group. There is no group like Triangles, which is for all and links people around the world. I joined the Triangles group and built three triangles with my friends. They don't speak English. That's why I decided to translate the Triangles materials, weekly webinars and bulletins into Persian for my friends and family in Iran. This made a strong connection with my triangle's friends and I could feel their presence during our triangle meditation. I was happy that I could understand them and know about their feelings, but I thought that it's because they were my friends and I have known them for many years. Um, unfortunately, in January 2020, a plane carrying a large group of Iranians and Canadians tragically crashed. I knew some of the passengers and their families and friends in Canada. So I arranged a gathering and talked about the Triangles Network and the planetary links between goodwill people around the world. These people knew nothing about the Triangles group or ageless wisdom teachings. During the session, I asked them to build a triangle with their friends and family and then connect their own triangle to the planetary triangle networks and ask for love and light to heal their pains. I cannot explain what happened after we read the great invocation in Persian. For the first time in my life, I really understood what the language of hearts meant. It opened their hearts, helped them to slightly reveal their pain, brought light into their minds and sealed the door where evil dwells. That was the time when our triangle groups was formed between people in Iran, Canada, and other parts of the world. Since then, we have had lots of experience and sharing together. I've seen lots of miracles in our group and now I'm going to share one of them here with you. <laughs> it's about reading the great invocation for an unborn child. This is the picture of the boy. 
So one of our triangle members joined the group when she was expecting her second baby. She learned how to meditate and connect through the triangles network. She said that it generated a strong link of love and comfort from her unborn child whenever she read the great invocation. Five days before the birth of her child, she contracted the coronavirus, continued to think positively and to link it, to link in with the triangles network. It was an easy and peaceful birth. In that moment, in that surgery room, she was meditating and trying to connect to a triangle group to receive the healing energy and get her mind off what is happening to her body and worrying about whether the baby was healthy or not. When the baby was born, he didn't even cry. This is the picture after the birth. He was very calm and quiet and had a smile on his face. Now he is one year old, perfectly normal and healthy. He is one of out of 100 babies in Canada who are part of the research babies who were born from mothers with positive coronavirus. The mother was well within three days of the birth with no symptoms of the virus. Now, every time she reads the great invocation for her child, he becomes very alert and listens carefully and even trying to imitate the sounding of Om. In addition to the daily triangle meditation, our group members use the great invocation in time of need. Although many of them don't know each other, they have the same experiences. They mentioned that they feel power and protection when reading the great invocation. They feel a strength to face their problems and find the best way to solve them. They all describe the pure and comforting love from the triangles members all around the world when they were in pain and suffering, especially during the pandemic. And this love assured them that they would heal. One of the last triangles miracles was that one of our group members had a car accident and she was burned by fire. She had severe injuries in her neck and chest and doctors couldn't be sure when she would be cured. She miraculously held within a week after her triangles meditation and sounding of the great invocation. Beautiful, thank you. Thank you. Would you like to share any final insights about the work of triangles? Uh, sure. As I mentioned, the triangles lead me to where I stand now. The most important lesson I've learned is how to transform my personal desire from saving myself to serving humanity, from intellect to intuition. Triangles has given me the clue as to how to use my personal knowledge for service to humanity. To me, the triangle group is to radiate light, love, and power from the channel of unos pro omnibus, omnes pro uno, meaning one for all and all for one. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. Uh, just have a few more images you sent to me. This one from an artist member of your group. Yes, um, actually this member uh, is an artist and um, 
she's not very well in speaking, even in Persian, she can't express herself um, in, uh, in, in words. That's why um, she actually paints. Mm. And uh, this is the painting after the first meditation. So um, she feels the energy like this and uh, that's why she pictured it. And uh, you can see the networks that uh, she feels it. Never see the, um, the pictures from the triangles group. Yes. This was another um, gift you said that you received from a Yes, <laughs> exactly. This is the gift from one of our uh, Triangles members. She actually um, drew it and uh, sent it to the jewelry designer to make it as a yeah precious gift. Beautiful. Yeah. And the last one, yes. Uh, this is from the lady from Armenia. And actually, this is uh, her feelings and the pictures that she saw during the um, meditation. Yeah. After the meditation, she actually sent me this picture and said that um, the triangles is just like a um, golden um, energy coming through the whole sphere. And this is the, uh, actually the writing is, um, writing there is the, means uh, in Farsi or Persian means um, the earth. So it's a globe or the earth, um, it's uh, com coming with the pyramids of the triangles and mm. they protect it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you. So Nazanin, you can see the chat box, I'm sure. And if you would like to read and comment on any of the uh, comments there. And also I'll ask anyone in the audience who would like to share audibly um, to please uh, click on the raise your hand icon and we'll unmute your microphone. Uh, sure. Um, one of our dear member asked that, claims, I guess, yes. Is there any relation between Persian writing which reads from right to left to some hieroglyphs which can also read it in that direction? Uh, is that typical for the area of the world? Um, actually not for the area of the world, but it's a, Persian is completely different from um, hieroglyphs, um, but uh, it's coming from the Sumerians. So uh, the ancient Sumerians actually is the part of the, the uh, Writings for the they are the gratitudes. Yes, thank you very much for listening. Um, They're asking. Sam is asking for you to sound the great invocation in Persian. Would you do that for us? That would be wonderful. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Let me just actually open it and I can read this for you. That's it. Um, this thing. No. Just give me a second. Ah, no, find it. You want me to read it in Persian? Yes. Okay, sure. از نقطه نور درون ذهن پروردگار بگذار نور در ذهن انسان ها جاری گردد 
بگذار نور بر زمین نازل گردد از نقطه مه درون قلب پروردگار بگذار مه در قلب انسان ها جاری گردد باشد تا آن موعود به زمین بازگردد از مرکزی که در آن اراده پروردگار شناخته می شود بگذار قصدی والا هدایتگر خواستهای کوچک انسان ها باشد آن قصدی که اساتید میشناسند و در خدمت آن هستند از مرکزی که آن را نژاد انسان میخوانیم بگذار طرح مهر و نور اجرا گردد تا درب قرارگاه شر را مهرمون کند بگذار تا نور و مهر و اقتدار آن طرح را در زمین احیا کنند ام. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Nathaniel has his hand raised, so uh, you can unmute your microphone, Nathaniel. Um, oh, there, okay. I can see, so would you please unmute them? Yes. Nathaniel, did you have a, a comment? No, I don't. Okay, your hand was raised, but okay. Um, okay, so you can go on with any other comments that you'd like to read. Um, yes. Um, I couldn't see, yes, very much. Thank you. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, um, Matthew wrote... Um, uh, from Upanishad, so knowingness of the self is found in the spiritual heart. Ah, uh, yes, from Rumi. Yeah, Rumi is one of the masters in Iran. So we know. Thank you very much. Yes, knowing of the self is found in the spiritual heart. Yes, of the the deliciousness of milk and honey is the reflection of the pure heart. And from one's heart, the sweetness of every sweet thing is derived. Thank you so much. I yes. noticed that there is a person named Aura Mission who's looking for two people to form a triangle with. So if anyone on the talk would uh, like to form a triangle, please put your name in the chat box. I guess, no. yeah. Someone is asking the... to have the Great Invocation sounded in different languages on the Triangles website. Um, we could, you know, consider doing that. Uh, we have a Great Invocation video, which you might have seen, uh, and Nazanin actually participated in that. Each line of the Great Invocation was sounded by someone from a different language. So it was very beautiful. But yeah, we could we could consider putting up a, a link to different languages. That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. I guess the comments are finished. 
Okay, Thank there's you. a lot of gratitude. <laughs> yes. Yes, a lot of gratitude. Um, Clarence, did you see Clarence's comment? Uh, no. Towards the bottom. Towards the bottom, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you, Clarence. I'm particularly drawn by your recounting of the mother who read the great invocation to her onboard child. This has deep, deep implications and then strengths our senses of power of nurturing, power of the invocation. Yes, that's true. Yes. <laughs> I enjoyed actually practicing with these people, especially that they don't know about the, um, the ageless wisdoms and the great invocations or the group actually. In, um, I wonder about the language of the hearts, especially when people don't know about it. And the reflection is perfect, brilliant, wonderful. You know, it's amazing that you can see it in heart of the people. That something's very pure and natural. So. Do you have? Um, how do you meet together with the with the groups and the different people? Um, actually, we had a group um, in um, in WhatsApp, and uh, they uh -huh. were joining there from different parts and um, uh, normally I put the translations there. They actually made their views or made the suggestions. And um, also they have personally contact with me and shared their um, um, experiences. Yes. And do you ever have physical plane meetings? Some of them, yes. Yes, in, yeah. in Canada, yes, we have such uh, right. actually gatherings yes normally once a week oh nice uh, yeah and um, we read some of the books different books actually about the ageless wisdoms and uh, we will discuss about it whether in, especially in persian or whether in english or persian so i named the books for them then we will discuss the related topics and then you do meditation yes of course yeah great yeah and do you have you meet at the full moon and the new moon uh, sure, I actually sent them the, the, uh, the links that joined the groups in the, mm -hmm. the yeah, through the um, Arcanist groups and yeah, all the participants, I will actually send the invitations to them for all the uh, gatherings and the full moon and new moon meditations. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah. seems like the Persian or the Iranian people have a, a deep spiritual root that um, you're helping to foster and bring, bring to uh, long-standing tradition of spirituality. Of course, yes. And um, also, you know, uh, that part of the world has, um, has uh, experiences different kinds of sufferings. Yeah. So these kinds of sufferings actually help people to be in this line uh, much yeah. more easier. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of the reasons as well. So they, they will actually trying to find uh, a better place in their hearts and minds to be mm -hmm. uni united with, the, with other peoples. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, maybe we can just uh, give a collective thank you so much to you, Nazanin, and to the work 
that you're doing to unite East and West, which is part of the work of the world teacher as we always highlight in the uh, opening visualization. So it's wonderful and please keep up the good work is all we can say. <laughs> Thank you very much for giving me this opportunity to talk today and share my experiences. Um, you know, the meaning of the bridge is very simple and uh, every one of us can be between two opposites directions and two opposites energies yeah. and put it unified together. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Kathy. So let's just close with a brief visualization of the earth surrounded by the triangles network. radiating the energy of light at goodwill. And the sound, the om. Thank you.